When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Hello Manchester United fans, welcome to this post-match episode of the Manchester is Red podcast with me, Sam Hutchison. We're going to listen to Tyrone Marshall's review from inside the stadium. We're also going to listen to Eric Ten Hag's press conference in full and give a couple of talking points, what I noticed from the game sort of thing. Obviously, it was a lifeless, lacklustre performance from Manchester United. The midfield battle was lost once again. There really aren't, it's one of those results where there just aren't that many positives to take. However, I'm going to try and be as positive as possible. There are obvious issues with this Manchester United squad that Ten Hag is going to have to address. And I do think we'll see him address them or at least attempt to address them pretty soon. We're going to listen to Tyrone Marshall's review straight away now. So, over to you, Tyrone, inside the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Good evening from the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, where Manchester United have been beaten 2-0 by Spurs this evening. The classic Jekyll and Hyde of United, away from home, that we saw so often last season. And an afternoon that looked promising at one point, but ends alarmingly and concerningly, you would say, for, for Eric Ten Hag's team. The deficiencies United showed against Wolves on, on Monday night on show again and it, it's been a, a rocky start to the season. It felt like they got away with it on Monday night. They did not get away with it today. Uh, Tottenham the better team in the end over the 90 minutes. A rocking atmosphere here. They didn't miss Harry Kane at all but United certainly did. A real desperation now to see Rasmus Hoyland fit and, and in that team. United just not taking their chances, not scoring goals and, and some concerns in other areas of the team as well. Um, it, it was actually a decent first half from United, maybe more than decent to be fair, it's skewed a little bit by the result now, but, uh, but some promising football in that first, first 45 minutes, some really slick football, some, some nice movement, players looking confident, um, but that, that failure to take chances again, Rashford denied by Vicario, Garnacho making it too easy for the goalkeeper, Fernandez missed the best chance of the lot, a, a header he sent wide that was just a, a really simple header after what had been a really good move from United. Uh, one stunning first half, um, first half pass from Andre Anana that freed Ganacho a diagonal after he'd come 30 yards off his line to clear a counter attack that, that summed up why Ten Hag was so desperate for him. But if, if the first half was promising, there was chances for United, it was a really entertaining first half, end to end game. Tottenham at the post in, in, in the same attack, 21 shots in that first half, no goals. It, it felt like it summed up both teams' predicament really, a, a failure to, to take chances to score goals. But Tottenham silenced that in the second half. They took two of their chances. Pape Matasar scoring early in the second half. 
United defended it poorly, I thought. It, Ganacho was casual getting to, um, getting to Dejan Kulisevsky, but I think he was, he was probably keen to keep him on his right foot, but he just let him get too far into United's area, too close to the byline. Sure, too slow to get out to the danger. And when the cross came in, it, it was a close-range cross. It took a deflection off Martinez, and, and Matsar finished it, finished it quite neatly. And United responded briefly. Uh, Anthony Schott hit the post. Casemiro with a header that gave Vicario a chance, although it was a good save. But after that, the way United disappeared from the game was alarming. The midfield in the second half, I thought, was really, really poor. Uh, Mason Mount started this game quite well, decent in the first 45 minutes, totally anonymous in the second half. It, it, it just did nothing in the second half. Casemiro looked more and more sluggish as the game went on, and Tottenham just found it so easy to pick holes in that United midfield. It's a, you know, it's a £180 million midfield, if not more. They just need to be offering more. Without the ball, they looked, they looked poor second half. They looked sluggish. They let Tottenham dominate proceedings and they couldn't get a foothold in the game. And it, it was just too easy for Tottenham. Like I say, United had no, no response to going behind. I think there's a confidence issue away from home. Said pretty much that this was a chance to lay down a statement that, that those issues were fixed. Obviously, there failed to be any of the top nine away last season. Only when in the top half came away at Fulham, who finished 10th. But the, the same issues were on show. As soon as they went behind, they just raised the white flag, really. There was, um, you know, there was nothing really in the way of a response. And it, it always looked more likely that Tottenham would score the second. United struggling for a response. We didn't see Anthony Martial until seven minutes from time. He was waiting to come on when Tottenham got their second. A goal that summed up the afternoon, really. Perisic with a, a scuffed right-wing cross, a left-wing cross, rather, with his right foot. Ben Davis with a scuffed attempt to finish. Lissandra Martinez with a scuffed attempt to clearance. And it dribbled in off Martinez and, and that was game over for, for United they didn't look like scoring one goal never mind two um, and, and that's how it finished 2-0 a, a fantastic atmosphere at the end like I say Harry Kane not missed at all here might have been watching in Bavaria after scoring for, for Bayern Munich last night but it's United who look more desperate for him it feels like they need a striker badly now they need Rasmus Hoyland fit but it's, it's a hell of a lot to ask of a, a 20-year-old who's had one season in the top five leagues and, and that was with Atalanta where the spotlight is nowhere near as intense at at United and he got nine goals. Ten Hag rates him highly. Um, he, he thinks there's a, there's a real striker there, but he's a development signing, he's a project signing, and, and now he needs to lead the line and score the goals for United. Uh, Rashford got 30 last season. Can he repeat that? It, it's a big ask for him. Um, he had one decent chance in the first half. He didn't do a lot wrong, to be fair. It was a really good save from Vicario, but it, it's a lack of goals that are hurting United. 37 shots in their first two games, four expected goals tally of four across their first two games. Their only scorer is a centre-back and Rafael Varane, assisted by a right-back in, in Wan-Bissaka. And they just need more goals. Uh, allied to that, they've been, they've been too open. Uh, like we said, Wolves had 23 shots on, on Monday night. Not sure how many Tottenham had here, but a, a fair amount in the end. They created a lot in the second half. And, and United aren't, aren't making the most of their chances going forward and are too open in the other direction. And, and that is a, a worrying cocktail at the moment for, for Ten Hag to to look at and to fix. Uh, so improvement needed. Home game next week, uh, another week on the training ground, maybe a new signing in, although it's probably probably unlikely at the moment that's, that's to be the case. Uh, it's unlikely Rasmus Hoyland to be fit for that Forest game as well. Uh, but United need a spark. They need some goals from somewhere and they need to, they need to tighten up because the first two games of this season have been, uh, have been a little concerning.
Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So, as Tyrone mentioned there, Manchester United fans. So, as Tyrone mentioned there, Manchester United fans, that was just a not up to scratch performance, really. But the first half wasn't actually awful. The second half, it looked like Manchester United not collapsed, but more. They just weren't anywhere near the same sort of level of energy and desire that Spurs shown. And that was really where this game was won and lost. Obviously, the midfield battle was where this game was won by Spurs and Basuma and Saar were running rings round what looked like pretty much a midfield of Casemiro on his own. I thought Mount and Fernandes both really weren't up to scratch today. Fernandes, when things aren't going his way, he does like to throw his hands up in the air and complain about to his teammates and about every other pass, basically, it seems like. And that's not a good way to get for a captain to act getting the team back into a game or at least trying to get the team back into a game I mean the po- as a slight positive I do think Andre Onana was once again probably Manchester United's best player in my player ratings I gave him a 7 I thought he showed some good saves and once again his passing range was just exquisite he is like Pirlo with gloves on I say this every time. I do think he was brilliant. Uh, his passing's just out of this world. I didn't read. I didn't quite realise how good his passing was until he signed for Manchester United. And I always knew he had this sort of capability of being such so good with his feet. I didn't know it was this good. I do think that's really a massive positive of Andre Onana and Man United looked to have signed a real gem in Andre Onana. Past that, you are really scrambling around for positives. It was, I thought the defence wasn't fantastic. The midfield, like I just said, lost a battle to Bissouma and Saar. And the attack, there was absolutely zero end product, which is really what Eric Ten Hag, as you're going to hear in a minute, was focusing on for his press conference. 
there is that lack of a striker and it might actually come back to bite Manchester United. What if these are the points that could mean an extra position? These could mean top four come the end of the season and Eric Ten Hag's not playing a striker. I do think Ten Hag has to come in for a little bit of criticism here. He didn't make, he didn't change it early enough when it clearly wasn't working in attack. I don't think he stuck with exactly the same team as he started last week against Wolves in what was not a great performance against Wolves. And then it was an even worse performance today. I do just, I just have issues with how he goes around sort of controlling games like this. This should be a game where Manchester United can go out and at least cause problems. And they really didn't. The wingers were just not really up to it. They both looked quite energetic, but they had so little end product. What's the point? Rashford is not a striker. We keep saying it here at the Manchester Evening News and we're going to keep saying it on the Manchester is Red podcast until we see Rasmus Hoyland. I do think the sooner Rasmus Hoyland can come in, the better. It's go- It has to be better than this. Even if it's just someone to play off, to build off and you get Rashford back out on left wing, I think Rashford, if Hoyland's not back anytime soon, I think we're going to have to see Rashford out on the left wing and someone else start in that number nine role because it's just not working at the minute. Bruno Fernandes, like I said earlier, was just not very good, basically. He was all right. He was not really doing anything in central midfield. He then moved out to the right wing and did very little there as well. And then when Ten Hag did make a couple of substitutions... Eriksen, Sancho, Dallow, Martial and Palistri all came off the bench. They were either too little too late or just not the sort of changes that were needed at that point of the game. I thought Dallow coming on for Ramon Saka is a, quite understandable because Dallow is more of an attacking threat. You know, when you're chasing a game, you really need to go out and get a goal. I think Dallow's your man over Ramon Saka. Apart from that, Eriksen brought a bit of midfield control, but Fernandez went out to the right wing and look lackluster there. I think Sancho's been unlucky, really, to not start today. He looked actually energetic against Wolves last week when he came off the bench, and I thought I would have preferred to have seen him start today over Garnacho or probably over Anthony. Uh, just Martial isn't fit and ready to be a striker for Manchester United. Polistri... I don't mind Palistri. I think he shows a lot of heart when he comes on. But is he of the quality yet that Man United need? No. Is he probably mid-table Premier League quality? Yeah. Is he top quality? No. So I do think there are still issues, especially in that sort of depth, that Eric Ten Hag really does need to figure out how to get someone on. I would have liked to have seen Scott McTominay, a bit more of a physical presence, come on in the place of maybe Mason Mount towards the end of the game. After Manchester, it was so clear Manchester United were losing this midfield battle. I would have liked to have seen Scott McTominay come on just because he's completely different to what everything else that Manchester United can offer in midfield. He's a bit more all action. He's not as good technically as Mount or Fernandez, but he is still a good player. And I'd like to have seen what he could have done physically in a battle against Bissouma and Saar, who were Spurs' standout players, really. But Manchester United fans, that's it from me. Now we're going to listen to Eric Ten Hag's press conference following that 2-0 defeat. How do you explain that second half 
I think uh, first half we play really well and against a good Spurs side. I think we dominated the game in and out of possession. Spurs, uh, they had really problems. But you have to score a goal and the meaning of the first goal is so important. And yeah, so we didn't. And then uh, I think already it started just before half time. Yeah, we collect three unnecessary bookings. Um, then we switched off, we already conceded the big chance. And in the second half, uh, we said in half time, keep focus, keep on the job to do, and keep on the front foot, keep proactive. And that's just what we didn't do. And then we conceded the goal, but we could bounce back immediately, a big chance from Anthony. And also after that, we didn't collapse, but yeah. Of course, the meaning of the first goal, hey, you encourage the opponent, and that is uh, that is what we saw. Um, so. You started with the same team as against Wolves. Was there any temptation to change it, bring Jane in, perhaps, or make other changes? Oh, could, could be, but I think this team um, had um, yeah, not a good performance on Monday, but won. And they... Um, they deserved it and to get the trust. And you have seen today, uh, they, the performance is first half very good, but uh, they have to understand and you have to score a goal. Right? Because the meaning of the first goal, there our players have to take responsibility. It's about uh, focus and passion and desire in such moment to keep, to keep the overview and score the goal. Samuel. Uh, yeah. it's about uh, belief and we believe that these players uh, because they did it last year as well uh, they can score goals uh, but it's uh, also obvious how, and why uh, we signed the striker and uh, if everything goes well uh, Martial is on the way back Holland is also he's coming so uh, we have more players uh, capable to score a goal, but, but also the players we have now on the pitch, uh, they can score goals. No, no, but it's about um, uh, yesterday in the final training, uh, eight uh, fell out with a small issue. And um, so after 1st of September, everything can change, but uh, we need players who are totally uh, with their heads in, um, in our team. And, um, and I wouldn't say the players you just mentioned, they are not, huh? but yeah, it's, it's also obvious uh, that they have, in this moment, they are looking uh, for something else. But when they are here, uh, they always do their best and they do every training, uh, Brandon and Donny. So I'm pleased with their performance and uh, also pleased with their performance. I think in the preseason, eh, especially, um, uh, not only especially, but Donny, Brandon, and also something, uh, some more, they did very good preseason. Uh, Sam. Yeah, 
yeah, that pressure is what we have to deal with. And yeah, it's about yeah, keeping keeping the belief. And uh, yeah, I, I think always you find arguments uh, to uh, give an explanation for performance, but um, I don't see that that in that way. Uh, I think the team stick together. Uh, they they didn't collapse. They keep fighting. We create chances. So I refer to that big chance from Anthony. But we had some really good attacks more, and um, yeah. So the keeper also had some good saves from from them. So I don't see that in that way. No, no, and also that I don't see that in that way. Huh? I know how we have to um, to reply on counterattacks, and of course you take more risk once you have to score a goal, and then opponents say they can drop deep and 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 come quickly out. But um, yeah, we have some rules, and I think. Uh, we are quite comfortable for the whole game uh, in that um, in that part. I think when you see when you oversee everything, I think we created more chances and many more chances as Spurs did. Okay, thank you very much. So Manchester United fans, that was Eric Ten Hag's press conference. Thank you for listening to this episode post-match of the Manchester is Red podcast with me, Sam Hutchison. If you want to talk about anything Manchester United related, get at me on Twitter at SamHutchMen. Make sure to check out the Manchester Evening News for all the best Man United coverage from now until the Manchester is Red podcast returns on Monday. And Manchester United fans, check us out on all our socials. We're across everything now. But thank you for listening and good night. Good night.